0: FM podcast episode 2. I'm your host Cillian Vigna and today I'm joined by Zoe Bilal Springer. Today we're talking about salon visual marketing, the golden rules to help you stand out. We'll be talking about the return of Forest attitude of gratitude loyalty scheme from our loyalty manager Justin Fiddy. We'll go through effective and simple salon press release tips for best exposure you can try out and we'll talk about our upcoming webinars in the Forest Academy series. So let's get started. Welcome to our exclusive to clients forest FM podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This week's podcast is a weekly roundup of our latest marketing tips and tricks for salon owners. What's been going on in and around forest and what new webinars are taking place. The podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now let's begin to get into the show. So Zoe, I'm just looking at our uh, timer here. It's actually 193 hours, 20 minutes, and four seconds since our last podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: We completely forgot to turn that one off.
2: Uh, we went
0: to uh, <laughs> went to have a look at our timer to start into the show and realised it was still ticking from last week. So uh,
1: <laughs> uh, we figured we'd say we'd mention it, but yeah,
0: we're always on the clock here. <laughs> so. Let's start off with, um, I suppose, a few blogs that we're going to talk about today. Um, The first one being the Salon Visual Marketing. So, I suppose, the golden rules to help you stand out.
1: Right. Um, So, basically, this uh, this one was about um, pretty much anything, right? So, anything that has to do with visuals. uh, It could be regarding your your email campaigns. It could be regarding social media. It could be for posters or anything. It's just, like, the best practices... um, to get people more engaged with just an image kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it has to do with, like, choosing the right colors or... Um, having humans in the picture, as ridiculous as it sounds, it does bring, it does, like, give a comfort zone to the to the viewer because you're like, oh, I can relate to this person.
0: So it's kind of keeping your posts cleaner looking but helping them stand out because, like, we've talked to a couple of um, salon owners and we've looked at a few of their posts. Like, we, we regularly check out a couple of salon s- social media pages to see how they're doing and, like, I suppose you've heard of the whole trying to stand out from the noise, yeah. and by trying to stand out from the noise, you get a get a lot of salon owners creating these really like vivid, wacky images and stuff like that. But it's not always kind of bigger and bolder, is it? It's just simple, clean, effective.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you know it doesn't have to be um, packed with like so many things in that same image. You you have to think about your concept first, so you have to find something. You have to think like you have to figure out your concept and then go from there and choose. Okay, I'm gonna try this image out, and you can try more than one and just figure out like okay, well let's try with just my team. Which one does which one appeals more to you, kind of thing, and you can get like a feel for it. And then um, there's some colors that, that evoke some different emotions. Like I'm sure the green, like green evokes eco friendly and like yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. So it's just like playing with that kind of. Psychology of like color and how we process um, visuals, basically.
0: Mm. And like like you just said, there like the beauty about marketing and like your social media and stuff is mm-hmm. everything is always trial and uh, trial and error. So it's very rarely oh that campaign failed. It's okay. Well, what didn't work and what can we change? So yeah. like you said about creating different. So have a goal in mind, and then start creating your content and your images there. But always share it out to a few of your colleagues, staff members, stuff like that to kind of try and get a vote nearly on which is the best one. Don't just create one image or one post and throw it out there hoping for the best. You should always what we call A-B testing, so compare one campaign with another campaign and split up your demographic.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, like, also just keep track of of what worked and what didn't. Write it down. and, And that way, next time when you decide to do a similar campaign, then you remember what worked a year ago you know (laughs) exactly
0: like record everything and like i said don't beat yourself up if something doesn't work one day it could just be a small minor tweak maybe the headline of it or something to do with like a detail in the image and just on that image note you were saying um a good example of an image on social media is one with a real person in it yeah and we actually discussed this um earlier in a webinar we did a few days ago uh so basically we wanted to draw a client's Focus to the book now button on the social media. So how we did this was so we actually had created an image where it was a woman looking down. So in the image it was a woman, and you could see her eye line was actually looking down towards the button. So it's all kind of
1: yeah, because then you look at the person, and the person's like looking somewhere else. You're like, where is she
0: looking? Yeah, we're curious <laughs> creatures. We don't, we're, we're always trying to find out what other people are doing, what they're up to, and what they're uh, looking at. So <laughs> yeah, you it kind of it's it's called what we called eye tracking. So it's following that eye line.
1: Yeah. And even more than that, just like someone could be looking peaceful and calm, and it's just gonna make you feel calm as well because mm. you can relate to like an experience that you've had previously and made you feel that way. Like, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's basically just um, it's just that kind of that kind of stuff, and you can find it all on uh, forest.com forward slash blog.
0: And Yeah, like Zoe every week creates some really good images that get sent out. To, I know, you just get in your emails and you can see through the blogs. They're like little image kits that you can download. But we recommend, like, if you were to go out and get your own images, we always recommend taking your own photos. So, like, we understand a lot of you are quite artsy and creative. So we recommend go out and try and create your own um, images, take your own photos, because... Like, the stock free images, they're great, but they get overused, don't they?
1: No, oh, yeah, they do, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so they, they tend
0: to just kind of wear out. Yeah. So, um, just on that note, then, we're going to talk about how to write um, irresistible and simple salon press releases. Because... It's not like social media, but it's all kind of curating your content in a a fine way.
1: Yeah, we actually got that question not so long ago. Um, So a client just hit us up and was like, well, I'm kind of looking to put a a press release out, but I have no idea how to do that. And um, so we had a template out in in a previous blog like from years ago, but um, we found it interesting to actually put down the best practices to write those kind of things because... It's not about selling yourself. It's just putting out something newsworthy that's happening in your salon mm. and telling the press about it. So you're not aiming to, like... It has to be kind of like, this is what happened. Uh, you have to answer, basically, your, your five Ws. So what, where, when, why... Um, what's the other one i'm missing one <laughs> who, who, <laughs> yeah what, where, who why exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say how and, <laughs> and then you add the how as well like yeah. uh it's it's really about like focusing on those six key things and then putting the information out in a concise way um and there is a format to it so that's all we, like that's pretty much what we explain in the blog like you have to write a good headline but then there's like format of okay this is to be released on this day or it's for immediate release uh, you have to put your contact details uh, links to your facebook or twitter depending and even like just an email address and so on and so on
0: so what would why would a salon owner want to create a press release because another way you create a social media post or even if you write a blog they usually have some sort of end goal so the end goal is here's a post to book online or buy a gift card or something like that what's the uh, the end result of a press release so
1: the press release is basically to get some sort of magazine or blog or any kind of uh, publication to Mm. write about you to write about something that's happening in your salon so it could be a grand opening it could be a new branch that you're rebranding it could be um, just a regular event in your salon that you you want to promote in some kind of way and attract people yeah. uh, other than just social media right and it could be pretty much anything that like you've received an award maybe your salon has like got the best uh, hairdressing award of the year kind of it could be anything that has that that, that kind of comes out of the ordinary and that has value to other people that can bring you up to uh, an influential status in your in uh, in your industry.
0: And would you um, so for your press release? Like, is there a procedure or a process to go through to get a press release done, or can anyone do it, or do you need a contact in a local magazine or paper? Like, how exactly well, do you go about going? All right, I want to do a press release for an event, or say I've got a new product stand in my. Uh, So this is a regular one where it's like a product testing day. So salons hold an event after hours where they trial out new products to people. So I want to write a press uh, press release to get people to come into my salon and try out products for free, have a glass of wine or something. How would I go about that?
1: Well, basically, you don't need anything to write the press release. You just need yourself and, and your mm. brain, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you are the person that knows best what's going on in your salon, what, what event you're holding, and all the information. What you're basically doing is putting it into the the format that um, the any publication will request kind of thing um, so that they can write about it later on. Yeah. So once you have that format and and it's all very well explained on the blog, um, it's kinda hard to go through it. It's it's very visual and and like we have a picture of this is the headline and this is the intro part and then you have like a a lead paragraph and an outro and, and this and that. But once you have that format put down, then it all comes to like building relationship with the publications and maybe you don't know who who writes for uh let's say creative head or uh, professional beauty or spa right but i mean they have contacts yeah you can email them you can pick up the phone and say okay listen i'm i'm hosting this event i'm looking for the person who writes about who who the, gets the press releases usually and they'll most likely give you a name or just an email address like It'd be better to get a name so that way you can have the the FEO like for attention of, Um but, I mean, it's just about building a relationship with them um, over the over time. And at first, it's it's not easy, but it's it's doable.
0: <laughs> I suppose it's one of those things where you're gonna feel a little nervous approaching them at first, but it's a case of just do it. Like, there are their job is to take these requests yeah, in exactly
1: like, they're used to it yeah. they're waiting for it like that's they need that to write their content so
0: so don't don't beat around the bush don't be shy about it get onto the blog we uh so has the format done up here so i just see you have like uh insert headline your date your release date yeah the body and that's uh the who the, what where when why and how, how. And uh, then include, we have on a second page or in the email, you can include a photograph, your media queries, contact, or links to social media.
1: Yeah, and and people usually send these press releases through email, right? So, um, like, what I suggest is uh, kind of recap... Do a little recap in a friendly way to wh- when you're like writing your email mm-hmm. and then attach the official press release in case they need it in like a very clear kind of clean cut version yeah. and attach a photograph that can accompany like whatever happened. If, if the event is passed and you want to talk about it or if it's the new branch and you have like uh, pictures of the new area, rec- reception area or just like the facilities and stuff. Um, you could add them there because it's always more interesting with an image, right? Yeah,
0: oh, the graphic's so much better. But I suppose it's just more visual. Like, uh, I see a chunk of text and I, <laughs> <laughs> I nearly freak at just looking at <laughs> having to read that. I see an image. I can get most of my idea of what's going on there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I suppose the key takeaways here, like, um, for anyone that is interested that wants to write this, the um, you can just go on to... Um, so, just go on to... Uh, <laughs> sorry. So the it's blog is actually called uh, if you go onto the forest blog it's called How to Write Irresistible and Simple Salon Press Releases. Yeah. And we have or Zoe has the layout of the format there and you can just copy and uh, follow that through.
1: Yeah, and if you have any questions like don't hesitate, just email us at marketing at forest dot com and we'll be more than happy to help.
0: <laughs> sure Zoe will even read over your press release. <laughs> there you go now. I just signed you up for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, so we're just going to move on to what's called the Attitude of Gratitude here. So a lot of you may be aware of this now at the moment. You'd have received um, a little uh, leaflet through your door over the past past two to three weeks and we've just released a blog as well over the last few days. So we're getting people to come in for the Attitude of Gratitude. So we're joined here by Justin Fiddy, the Loyalty Manager. And Justin, you're in charge of the Attitude of Gratitude. Essentially, what is it and why are we promoting it?
2: So, what the attitude of gratitude is, um, is a way for the salons to get, make the most of their busy period, being December time, mm-hmm. and then capitalise on that as much as possible for the quieter time. So, um, to give you a, a small gift, a token of appreciation to your clients in December, for them to use in January to get them to come back in and rebook in for treatments and spend the money with you in January.
1: So, how does the scheme work exactly?
2: Um, in well, the, the the cards are given out to the clients. Right. Um, so obviously, when they book back in, then in January, um, they can take the discount off, um, which is all set by the salon. Um, so they set the minimum spends and um, the usable dates. So um, a popular one would just be for the fir- from the first to the thirty first of January. Um, so this is all done. Um, all the deductions are then taken off um, when the client comes to pay at the end of the treatment in January.
0: Okay. so the main idea i mean like we know a lot of sal- salon owners they're, they're pretty much set for november december hmm. in terms of bookings you've got christmas parties you've got all these different events yeah, even yeah. just every weekend alone in general is a drinking weekend now so you're not worried about <laughs> getting the, yeah, that's <laughs> it yeah it's essentially it dying for a break here or kidney dying for the but, um, detoxing yeah so like it's not about getting the clients in for november december they're going to come in anyway. Yeah. But it's getting them to come back in again in January. So like we said, it's boomeranging the clients back in. Yeah, um, that's it, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
2: Boomerang is exactly the term you want to use and to get them back in yeah. for the quieter periods.
0: So how exactly... Now, a client has booked an appointment in December. How, do they, how can they claim the card? They've booked in for December... And what have they to do down there to get the gift card?
2: Yeah, so when they're booked in December, they come in for their treatment. Um, so that's when the card's given out. So when they're actually coming in for the treatment in December, mm-hmm. um, the salon then gives the, the client the gratitude card as a as a Christmas present. And so we look forward to seeing you again in January. Um, so hopefully you can get them to book back in there and then. Yeah. Um, but if, if it turns out that particular client can't use the card themselves, it's not held against their actual client card. So they can give it to one of their friends, families, co-workers. So really it's you can pass it around a little bit as well, and then there's a handy uh, Chris Kringle idea just on the side note
0: for anyone there. <laughs> <laughs> you something there, aren't yeah. You? Exactly.
2: Um, yeah. So I mean, you, you have a chance of getting a new face in as well without without really sort of fishing for it too much as well.
1: In terms of numbers, how much revenue did that generate last year for the salons that use it? Across
2: it all the salons that use it, was one hundred and ninety-three thousand.
1: That's
0: amazing. One
2: hundred ninety-three thousand. Yeah, and that was across like one hundred and thirty-five salons, I think. So.
0: And was last year the first year of it?
2: No, it's been running for a good few years now. Um, so last year we just we went mad and we really dug into (laughs) the stats and like find out what it was actually worth well more so than we've done in the past like so just to actually find out what what it's worth to the salons in the long run like and it's shown a great increase so it's
0: so what control does the salon owner have over this card um they have
2: they hold all the control over ultimately um they decide the amounts on it they decide um, the minimum spend needed so a popular one this year would be like 15 pounds off but the clients have to spend fifty pounds or forty-five pounds when they come back in.
0: So it's spend. not necessarily like kind of the discounting because we don't really push the discount. But with the attitude of gratitude, they have to have a minimum spend. A minimum spend, like yeah.
2: It's obviously the salon's time, and they still have overheads to pay as well. So that's that's obviously a huge part of it. You still have to to make sure the overheads are paid, and you're still getting revenue in. Yeah. That's side of things.
0: And are the cards per- personalized to the salon, or are they like a forest gift card? No. That-
2: yeah again they're all personalized to the salon so they come branded with the salon's logo um all the salon's details on the back of the card so a website telephone number so they still it's their branding throughout it like it's not um, all right
0: so like this the salon's client knows it's from them it's yeah, not just a, yeah a third yeah party gift card yeah or yeah brand. And the salons can choose their colors as well can't they, they there can, options
2: yeah there's a choice white and gold um, silver and silver um, red and gold or red and silver
0: red and silver so pretty much any colors there to cover all brands yeah.
2: yeah yeah
1: and so to place an order i think there's a deadline though
2: um, yeah we've set the deadline at the moment for the 11th of november mm-hmm. um, obviously because we want the salons to be able to give them out in from the start of december so Makes obviously the the sooner they get the orders in the more chance they get them on time to to give out
0: and the release uh, reason the deadline is so early because people are probably thinking eleven of November Jesus it's hardly hardly any time is because you're already up the walls with the merger. yeah
2: yeah like since the start of October where we were probably at about. Six to eight days turnaround, we're now about 10 to 12 days, so and um, we can see that starting to increase a little bit as well. So, you
0: should see the boys over <laughs> the corner. The printer doesn't stop all now, no. <laughs> Ch- 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 yeah. <laughs> dreaming of printer noises in the sleep Dustin's right? yeah. so, yeah. gonna have pro- post traumatic stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's excellent. So, I suppose, yeah, um. Anyone that is interested in the Attitude Graduate, they have four different colours to choose from. They get their own salon name and logo printed on the card. They can choose how much the card is worth, the minimum spend on the card, and is there a time frame to redeem the card?
2: Yeah, again, so you're ideally you want the clients back in in January, so it's the f- we're advising the 1st of, of January to the 31st of January. Yeah. So you're giving yourself that whole month then for the clients to book back in.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't really want to go any later because then you have it's it's Mother's Day or it's Valentine's. Valentine's Day up then yeah, after.
2: obviously the fourteenth of February then, so you'd expect things to be kind of picking up around then. And
0: yeah, so you'd want to have a new campaign for that one. You wouldn't want to stretch mm. the attitude of graduate out too long. No,
2: make stick sure. Stick it to January, yeah.
0: And uh, just one thing that came up uh, hmm. from one of our in-house trainers who were saying. When you do send out the attitude of graduate gift cards um, to get the clients back in, kind of drip feed your message. So if you sell gi- hand out two hundred of the gift cards, maybe text fifty this week, fifty next week, because you don't want them all coming in and taking up your busy times. You want them coming in and redeeming the cards yeah. when it's a quieter period, because like your Saturday, that's just <coughs> that's just easy money right there, nearly. Mm.
2: So you yeah, you prefer- can so you can set up categories um, against the clients when you're giving them out. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can you could run text message campaigns, dependent on which on which week you are having or if you're trying to target a specific group of um, clients as well. Like, if you've given cards out to your facial clients, target them for one week, and then maybe is the next week. Yeah. So you could break it down that way as well. Like. Cool. And if
0: you ha- want any help on the SMS or the email marketing side of it to get clients mm-hmm. back in, we've uploaded templates to your forest, but you can always contact <coughs> um, a member of the grow team, would happily step you mm-hmm. through it. So, um, yeah, yeah, Justin, absolutely. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, hopefully we got some more clarity on that attitude of gratitude card there. Yeah, Because it's, uh, it's just, like, it's so busy at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
2: that. And it's, it's, a, and it's yeah. an amazing opportunity, to be
0: honest.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's really good and it, it's proven that it works for salons now as well. Like so, But like that, every, everyone's thinking of Christmas and off the walls <laughs> yeah. already, like so... Mm it's uh, definitely picking up
0: yeah and that was the thing like people were saying with their Christmas oh I'll think of Decemb- my December campaigns when it comes to December you should be thinking of your campaign like six to eight weeks beforehand yeah, isn't you
2: know, it I'm really thinking of next February now to be <laughs> honest <laughs> like, <laughs> to start planning for Christmas because <laughs> your competitors are on top yeah. of it like, and yeah.
0: like all you need is just to lose one day dealing with a client to go oh, I'll get back to it and you see yourself slowly getting busier and busier so plan ahead yeah. get as much information get it all sorted a good few weeks beforehand
2: definitely yeah. that's the way to go
0: brilliant thanks a million Justin alright thanks lads thanks <laughs> yeah so just to follow up then on the attitude of graduates um, this week and over the past few weeks we have been doing a, we- a gift card so it's a webinar based on becoming a gift card marketing expert so it's not like we know Christmas is a great time two to three months of massive revenue on the gift cards and that's what the attitude of graduates is about but gift cards they're massive uh, a gift for birthdays and every day it's someone's birthday so if you want to jump onto that webinar and kind of find out how to increase your revenue for uh, increase year round revenue, that would be a good one to hop onto. And some more upcoming gift card, uh, webinars we have is last week we did a online bookings one that was the first time we've done that in a couple of months, so that'll be coming up in about two to three weeks. And then, Zoe, you have one yourself coming up, don't you?
1: Yeah, on uh, November 14th, it's on uh, Introduction to Snapchat. So, basically, best practices, how to set up an account. It's kind of tailored to the audience itself, so I kind of ask who has, who hasn't had an account mm. before, and if not many people have an account then we'll spend more time on that and if people actually know how it works then we'll spend more time on best practices and content creation and marketing tips
0: so that's more interactive webinar i suppose yeah
1: definitely bring your
0: phone but also
1: listen to the webinar maybe on another platform or a computer or an ipad yeah 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) Two two devices. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that one is actually that's on the fourteenth of November. Exactly. It? Yeah. And then we have a client retention webinar, I believe, then on on the seventh. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's 7th. coming up. And that one is with Chris Brennan, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, it's about basically just best practices. Once again, um, it's it's getting those clients to come back in and and not just it's it's not about getting new clients all the time you are if you have like if you say you have 5000 clients already you don't necessarily need to grab 5000 more like you no. just you just have to get them to come back in more often you
0: know yeah and we all know like it costs 10 times as mo- much to get a new client than it does to retain a client so like start off with your client retention and then if you want to grow your if you want to grow more clients and work from there, but it's always a good foundation to have under your belt. And that webinar we said is Monday at 11 a.m.
1: Yeah, and when you tune into that one, uh, you actually get a companion ebook, uh, th- a client retention companion ebook, and a um, interview checklist as well. So, I mean, it's really handy. You get freebies at the same time.
0: And everyone loves freebies. Freebies. That's <laughs> a nice little cool toolkit to take away with you from that webinar. So yeah, we're going to wrap it up on that. So today we went through the salon visual marketing. Um, we've actually gone through a bit here today now I know the attitude graduate took up a whole lot but um, So yeah, what we went through today was the salon vis- salon visual marketing So the golden rules to help you stand out And to recap on that one, it was about Don't go too crazy on your social media posts or your images Keep it nice, keep it cool, keep the colours in touch with your brand And yeah. try and use real life images as opposed to stock photos Or of objects or anything like that we talked about the Return of Forest Attitude of Gratitude loyalty scheme. So that blog is now up on the Forest slash blog site. And those gift cards have gone out. There's webinars on those every second week. And then, to end it, we went through the Effective and Simple Salon Press Release Tips for Best Exposure. And so we volunteered as well to read through everyone's press release uh, hey, reports oh. there, so.
1: <laughs> I can help out, give some tips. <laughs> yeah. I can't write them all. <laughs> no,
0: that's a blog we advise you to actually go and read because it's all laid out there visually and you should have no yeah, problem if you want like, to use that guide.
1: Yeah, keep it on hand when you actually want to write one. It's just really
0: handy. Brilliant. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, my name is Kilian Vigna and... Thanks to Zoe Bilal Springer. All, all the best. Cheers, all the best.